Hey y'all, Eves here. Today's episode contains not just one, but two nuggets of history. These are coming from the TDIHC vault, so you'll also hear two hosts. Consider it a double feature. Enjoy the show. Welcome to this day in history class. It's July 17th. The Romanovs were executed on this day in 1918. It is one of the more famous mass executions in history, and it also spawned an ongoing mystery about whether maybe one of the Romanov children had escaped. The Romanovs were an imperial dynasty. They ruled Russia for more than 300 years after coming to power in 1613. And the head of the Romanov family in question at this point was Tsar Nicholas II. He came to power in 1894. He had a reputation for being cruel and out of touch and easy to manipulate, not a great combination and a leader, but he was also deeply patriotic, religiously very devout, and devoted to his family. Ultimately, though, he was not a popular ruler at all. Things got worse when the Russian Revolution of 1905 started. This revolution followed Russia's defeat in a war with Japan, and the thing that sparked it, even though things were difficult in the aftermath of this war, what really launched it was a protest by workers. The Tsar's troops opened fire on these protesting workers, killing more than 100 people. And this was one of the many events in history to later be described as Bloody Sunday. This massacre sparked the revolution, which led to a general strike and a counter-revolution and just ongoing unrest then World War I made things even harder. Then the February Revolution started in the early months of 1917. That was connected to food shortages, which had been ongoing through a lot of this. By this point, Nicholas and his wife Alexandra were widely hated. They were not trusted at all. They'd also had a whole long ordeal with an advisor, Rasputin, who had said that he could treat their only son, Alexei, for hemophilia, which was not a treatable condition or a curable condition at the time. And Alexei, as their only son, was supposed to be the heir to the throne. Rasputin had been murdered by a group of nobles in a prolonged effort that involved his being poisoned, shot, shot again, beaten, and thrown into the river. Then another revolution followed later on in 1917. That was the Bolshevik Revolution, which was led by Vladimir Lenin. And that led to a civil war. The Bolsheviks took over for the provisional government that had been put in place. The Romanovs were placed under house arrest for months, and then they were exiled to Siberia in August of 1917. They continued to be moved around and just generally not treated well during their imprisonment. And then finally, they and some servants that were loyal to them were all executed on July 17th of 1918. There were still a few other Romanov family members still living in Russia at this time. They all fled, and the Bolsheviks evolved into the Communist Party. Rumors started not long at all after this execution about whether one of the children, particularly Anastasia, who was the youngest daughter, had escaped. Thus, there were several Anastasia imposters and people who made various claims to being the surviving daughter of the Romanovs. The most famous was named Anna Anderson, and she was proved not to be legitimate after her death. Nine bodies were discovered in 1979, although the find wasn't disclosed for decades. And DNA analysis suggested that these were the Romanov parents, three of their children, and four unrelated people who were their attendants. 
there was, though, some dispute about these results and whether they were correct or not. But regardless, that find left two children, Alexi and Anastasia, unaccounted for. So people still wondered if maybe any of these Anastasia claimants had been legitimate. Two more bodies were found in 2007, though. And overall, the conclusion at this point is that these are all of the bodies of the Romanovs and that they all were killed in 1918. In 2008, the Russian Supreme Court ruled that they had been victims of political oppression by the Bolsheviks. And the Russian Orthodox Church Council of Bishops also voted to canonize the family in 2000. You can learn more about all of this in the March 10th, 2010 episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called What Happened to the Romanovs, and also in the September 3rd, 2008 episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called How Did Rasputin Really Die? Thanks also to Eves Jeffcoat for her research work on this podcast and to Tari Harrison for her audio work in all of these episodes. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get podcasts. Tomorrow, tune in for a famous fire, which did happen, but one of the most famous things about it probably did not. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. The day was July 17, 1959. English archaeologist Mary Leakey discovered the skull of an ancient hominin now known as Paranthropus boisei. Paleoanthropologists found the first P. boisei fossils in East Africa in 1955, but it was not taxonomically classified until later. After Leakey's find, P. boisei was identified as a new species. Mary and her husband, Louis, who was also an archaeologist, had already made some important archaeological discoveries before they came across P. Boisei. They found a complete skull of an early Miocene ape in 1948, and Mary recorded Tanzanian rock paintings in 1951. But the P. Boisei fossils were Mary's most famous discovery. From 1951 to 1958, the Leakeys excavated Bantu of the Old Divide Gorge, an important paleoanthropological site near the border of Kenya and Tanzania. There are seven major stratigraphic units or layers of deposition in the gorge. Bantu is dated at about 1.15 million to 1.7 million years old. But in 1959, the Leakeys turned their attention to Bed 1, which is about 1.7 million to 2.1 million years old. On July 17, 1959, Lewis remained at camp because he was sick. But when Mary was out working, she found the remains of a skull at a site named FLK Zinj, about 22 feet below the upper limit of bed one. The Leakeys ended up uncovering about 400 fragments that made up a nearly complete skull. The specimen was labeled OH5, or Olduvai Hominid 5. It had large teeth, leading people to dub the specimen Nutcracker Man. Raymond Dart and Robert Broom had found similar specimens in South Africa, but in August, the Leakeys published the discovery in Nature and called it Zinjanthropus boisei. Though they considered including it in the genus Australopithecus, they decided to define a new genus for the specimen. The word Zinj is an old Arabic word that referred to East Africa, and the word boisei came from the name Charles Boise, who had been financing the Leakeys' expeditions. They also found stone tools in bed one, 
though those tools were later linked to Homo habilis. Zenjanthropus boisei, later reclassified Australopithecus boisei and then Paranthropus boisei, was dated to 1.75 million years ago. That made it the oldest hominin discovered at the time, though previous finds had been difficult to date due to the limits of contemporary technology. The find marked a change in the way scientists traced human evolution. At the time, the commonly held view was that human lineage had its roots in Asia, but the discovery of P. boisei suggested that hominins evolved in Africa. The discovery of P. boisei got the Leakey's funding from National Geographic, which allowed them to work on more projects. Mary and her son, Jonathan, found a hominin in 1961 that Louis Leakey, Philip Tobias, and John Napier called Homo habilis in their 1964 paper in the journal Nature. They called it Homo habilis because they believed it used tools. Louis Leakey thought that it was the first member of the genus Homo and that it coexisted with P. boisei. Later discoveries confirmed that more than one species of early humans lived in the same geographical area at the same time. And in the late 1970s, Mary and her team discovered hominid footprints in volcanic ash at the Liatoli beds near Old Divide Gorge. They were 3 million to 3.5 million years old, left by an upright bipedal hominin, possibly Australopithecus afarensis. As there was controversy in the scientific community over just how bipedal early hominins were, this was a significant discovery. During the same time period, Mary's team found the remains of 25 early hominids and 15 new animal species. More P. boisei fossils were found in the years after Leakey's discovery. Debate over the lineage and taxonomy of P. boisei continues today. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you feel like correcting my pronunciation or my accent on anything that I've said in the show, feel free to leave a very kind comment on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. We'll see you here in the same place tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.